What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. FM. $5 value. And by using Ramsey Plus, you'll not only see a a Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Throughout the country, the agency originally estimated Omicron accounted for 73% of cases last week. They've now brought that number down to 58%. The Delta variant is responsible for nearly all of the other cases in the country. The mother of a 14-year-old girl killed by police in Los Angeles is asking for justice for her daughter. Attorney Erica Contreras says Valentina Orellana Peralta was fatally shot inside a Burlington store in North Hollywood after a bullet meant for a suspect went through a wall hitting her in the chest. When something impacted my daughter, Valentina, it threw us on the floor, and she died in my arms, and there was nothing I could do. Attorney Ben Crump says her mother says that she screamed for help after Valentina was shot. Police did not come to check on the situation right away, however, and took her away from her daughter as she lay on the ground. Crump says the family believes police should have handled the situation differently. Jurors continue to deliberate in the trial of Ghislaine Maxwell, who allegedly recruited young girls for Jeffrey Epstein. The judges urge jurors to keep working until 6 p.m. each day, raising concerns about the rise in COVID case numbers and the potential inability to finish the trial. Members of the jury have been asking questions about the nature of the charges. Maxwell stands accused of helping Epstein find girls and in some cases allegedly abusing them herself. Maxwell denies all charges. Scott Carr, NBC News Radio. Happy eating. Silva and Silva Law is here for all your living trust needs. As attorneys, it's hard to tell someone it's too late to draft a will or living trust. 
Planning for one's final wishes is never easy, and the last thing you want to do is leave a mess for your children to clean up, or even worse, have to go through the probate process. Silva and Silva Law is a father-daughter law firm located in downtown Redlands. Find us on Facebook or call 909-798-1500. 909-798-1500. Have your revocable living trust drafted by an experienced attorney and tailored to your specific needs. Call Silva and Silva Law, 909-798-1500. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, my name is Blake from D&B Pressure Washing, where we do residential and commercial cleanups. During this time of year, your gutters are clogged, your yard is flooding, and you don't want to take care of it yourself. Give us a call at 909-522-6644. Again, that's 909-522-6644. We're based out of Redlands, but we serve the entire IE. When it comes to having your home and business clean, call DNB Pressure Washing, where you can leave the stains and dust to us. Hi, I'm food critic Alan Borgen, and I'm excited to tell you about a small local company called Soaring Swine Acres that creates and sells over 300 delicious tasting and unique jams, jellies, honeys, sauces, pickled products, and their new Voodoo Queen holistic teas that you can't find anywhere else. You can visit Soaring Swine Acres store in Yukaipa, or you can purchase their products on their website, SoaringSwineAcres.com. That's S-O-A-R-I-N-G-S-W-I-N-E, Acres, A-C-R-E-S.com. Savor such delicious items like rosemary pear jelly, ginger orange jam, mmm, cherry chili jam. Visit them at SoaringSwineAcres.com. That's SoaringSwineAcres.com. Take it from me, food critic Alan Borgen. These food products are delicious. That's SoaringSwineAcres.com. Happy eating. This is KCAA. Coming to you from the Fishbowl Radio Network inside Globe Life Stadium in Arlington, Texas. This is The Boardroom with Jacoy James Pugh, LaToya Barrow, and Faustina Inquacha. Executive producer, Cindy B. Hello, hello. Welcome to another week with The Boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. This is your girl, Jacoy James Pugh. And this is LaToya Barrow. And this is Bastina Quach, everyone. Welcome to the boardroom. All right. Welcome to the boardroom. All right. We're here yet another week. We're getting so close to Thanksgiving. Y'all excited? Excited. Ready for that time off. (laughs) Right. Ready to take some time off just to kind of relax and just release, right? So, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it as well. I know me and my family are going to be getting ready to pack up and have a little 
quiet time in the cabin. So I'm just so excited about that. I was debating whether or not taking my laptop, but I'm going to take my laptop and I'm still going to do some work because when you are in business for yourself, you're you're always on the clock, right? On call 24-7. Right. Okay. So here we go. Let's get into it. So the boardroom is a platform that challenges and disrupts the norm in the business world, giving a voice and permission to the Black female business owner. And Black Women's Wall Street, I'm going to kick that over to you, Faustina, because you always do a beautiful job in telling people who we are and what we're about. You know, because we're passionate, Jacoy, about what we do. And, you know, Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. But as we like to say, we're a women-centric entrepreneurial development organization because we have three main brands, not just our nonprofit. We also have our idea to inception program. And, of course, we have the Boardroom Radio Show. So we, as I said, are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And our mission is to empower Black women who are aspiring to become business owners by providing startup business training, financial literacy and education so that they can impact local and global communities and we don't want you to just donate to us we want you to invest in us because when you invest in black women's wall street inc you invest in the women that we serve so there are a number of ways to do it and of course the first one is to support us here on the boardroom radio show and the way to do that is to take advantage of the commercial ad packages that we have and if you're a black woman in business who's fierce and phenomenal we also have our beauty and brain spotlight where we feature you on our show give you a little shout out and a little bit of shine we also have as i said our idea to inception program and where we take women through an intense eight to 10 session um, entrepreneurship program. And that lasts from June to September. And so, you know, the ladies are committed and we are in order to make that possible. So when you donate in us again, you can sponsor a woman for idea to inception, and you can also be a presenter for one of our sessions as well. And we have our small business consulting services because we want to make sure that when we take our participants through the program, we are able to give them and any other woman who needs support continuous training and coaching and mentoring and just that little bit of extra help that they need to get them to the next level. And of course, as I said, if you invest in us, you're investing in our entrepreneurship organization. So please, please, please come on, connect with us, be a part of us. And we're looking for volunteers. So if you have some time, you want have some passion too, and you want to donate of yourself, please come and join our BWWS village and let's make some magic and let's make some happen for some black women who are in need of help. And we focus on low to moderate income, the emerging markets as we call them, and also our female veterans and women who have survived domestic violence and um, abuse. So Latoya, tell everyone how they can connect with us. Yes, ma'am. So on our website, y'all can connect with us at www.blackwomenswallstreet.org forward slash the boardroom. And women's is plural and possessive. All right. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the boardroom radio show. We're on Twitter at boardroom underscore radio and on LinkedIn at the boardroom radio. And be sure to check us out on YouTube where you can like and subscribe and view any previous shows that we've had. 
Absolutely. All right. Thank you, ladies. So as you've heard, Black Women's Wall Street, Inc., we are all about business. We're about taking care of business. We're about helping others to um, to start their businesses, but then also to scale. And we are really excited because speaking about scaling, we're really excited about our guest today goes by the name and the name VR Small. VR is the um, founder and CEO of Veteran Women's Enterprise Center, also known as VWEC. And we're so excited to bring her into the fold here in the boardroom. And so VR, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm great. And thank you, ladies, for inviting me to your amazing radio show. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we are excited to have you. And so, VR, let's really just dig in. Tell us a little bit about you growing up, um, you know, your journey in the military. And now you're a Navy veteran. Um, you know, talk to us a little bit about your background and how you transitioned into the military and all of that. So I'm a country girl. And Originally, I lived with my grandparents till I was about nine. And when my mom married my stepfather, who was in the army, uh, they came and got me and I started my military journey. Um, We lived in Fort Polk and Colorado Springs, Alaska. And then we ended up back here in Dallas, Texas. And Dallas, Texas is where I really call home. I started my high school years here. It's the time that I remember most at WW Samuel. And then Of course, the military way. Uh, My stepfather got orders in the middle of my senior year, uh, all the way to Colleen, Texas. And I ended up at C.E. Ellison and uh, just wasn't the best experience. You know, coming in your senior year to a new school, you don't know the counselors, you don't know the students, teachers. Um, And so I decided, hey, I'm going to just go ahead and graduate because I could. I had enough credits. I could have graduated as a junior. Uh, but I wanted to have that whole senior experience with all of my friends, but I didn't have friends at this particular school. And so I got out and a lot of different things happened. But basically, I decided, you know, I want to be on my own. And I decided at 17 that I was going to join the Navy, which was going to pay for housing and travel. And it sounded really great. And it's so funny because at the same time, I had just taken the test for Marbell. And they called me the same day. They were like, we want you. And um, I got the money mixed up because Marbell was paying me 400 and something a week and the military was paying me 400 and something a month. And I got the two confused. So when I got my first check, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. There's a whole bunch of money missing from this thing. (laughs) (laughs) You must have something wrong here because that's your whole check. So um, definitely listen more when you're doing these kinds of things because Marbell, it would have been interesting. I don't know where my life would have been. If I had a whip with Ma Bell, maybe I would have stayed there for 20, 25 years until, you know, they broke up the Bell system. But I ended up going in the Navy. Uh, I love the Navy. I had a lot of challenges in the Navy, but I drank the Kool-Aid. And I believed everything that the military taught us about honor and about courage and about commitment and about having this certain level of integrity and a certain love for your country um, and being willing to put your life on the line if necessary to defend it. Um, I was blessed. We didn't have a war going on while I was in the military, so I didn't have to deploy. But I think what people need to understand is that every single person that signs up, signs up to put their life on the line if necessary. So whether or not you deploy, you have already given yourself 100 percent to your country to do whatever is needed. 
Well, VR, we do appreciate you. Thank you for your service. And for those of you that are checking in with us right now in the boardroom, you know, November is Veterans Veterans Month. Um, And so we just completed Veterans Day just last week. But thank you, VR, for you being 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 a veteran, you know, putting your life on the line, just like you mentioned. So thank you for that. Um, It's my honor. And I'm sure everybody else that served is our honor to serve our country. All right, well, switching gears just a little bit, Ms. VR. So let's talk a little bit about your national initiative to empower female veterans to scale for success. So that's what the Veteran Women's Enterprise Center is. It's a national initiative. We've launched our model facility here in Dallas. It's about a block and a half from the main VA. And our mission is to empower entrepreneur women associated with the military, first and foremost as veterans, but also active duty, reservists, and military spouse to scale for success. And there are three things that we do to make this happen. So first, we create strategic alliances like the one we have with the Homeless Veterans Services of Dallas. They manage the property where our facility is, which is actually owned by the VA. And then we leverage public and private opportunities because we believe one of the best ways women can scale is through contracting. If you're making fifty, seventy-five thousand a year, you can easily get a fifty, seventy-five thousand dollar contract. And in most municipalities, a fifty thousand dollar contract is only a bid. You don't even have to write a big grant to get to that table. So understanding where these opportunities are and taking full advantage of them. And then we advocate for relevant research services and funding. So we did a research project with the Dallas Federal Reserve Bank, and that is on our website. That was reported back in July of 2019. And we're working on a national focus group with SMU. And I don't want to spill the beans yet, but we may have another party joining us in 2022 because all this was happening right in the middle of COVID. And so we didn't get the response that we wanted, but we definitely still want to engage our women because there's nothing better than programs that's built on real-time data. Not assumptions, um, not old news, but what's happening right here and right now. And so we always want to keep the posts of our women at the forefront of anything that we're doing. And last but not least, we wanna be able to provide the personal and professional resources that they need to succeed on site. And that means being connecting. You guys know our slogan is collecting you is what we do. And that's not because we do everything, it's because we make sure that we're connected to everybody. And we believe our women need to be served in a holistic way. They're not a thing, they're a person. They're head of households or dual households and the resources that they bring to the table are very vital, vital to the success of their family. So we're not just building businesses. We're strengthening families. We are empowering communities because we know that women give where they live. And when we have extra money, we make sure we put it into places like schools and churches and community events. But not only that, our money goes back to taxes like every other business. So we're literally fueling our nation's economy. It is a triple win. There's no reason why we should not be supporting entrepreneurial women associated with the military because there's no lose. It's only gain. Okay. Now everyone understands why we wanted VR on the show because she is (laughs) as fierce as she is phenomenal. And I've known you, VR, since 2015. Um, Heard you speak at um, the Empower series by uh, Clifton Ellis Johnson, and you were introduced by Linda Gray, a score mentor. And you lit the place up 
everybody stayed after that, um, even though they kept telling us to leave because they had to pack <laughs> up. It was that powerful. And, you know, I, you are such an advocate, but I, I want you to kind of talk a little bit about why it's so important for you to drive that social, economic and political change, you know, as a veteran and as an advocate. Well, first and foremost, because women veteran are not really seen. When we think veteran, we don't often think of a woman. We definitely don't think of a woman of color. 96% of the women we served in 2020 identified as African-American and or minority women. And so the bottom line is that we have women of color who are veterans who oftentimes are not being serviced appropriately. The unfortunate thing is the narrative is always that we're broken. We're not broken. What we need is the support that any other person needs to be successful. And so coming out of the military, you have a triple hit. You're already a woman, you're a minority woman, and you're a veteran. The truth is our society, although we always want to say thank you for your service, does not hold veterans in a high regard. I can tell you a prefla of women, women of color who have come out the military as officers who could not get a job in their career, who are underemployed because the service that they did and the, the knowledge and skills that they gained while they was in the military was not appreciated by the civilian society and was not engaged. And so, of course, we're going to do whatever we have to do to survive. We're not going to sit on the sidelines and cry. We're going to make stuff happen because that's what we were taught to do. And if the mission is support your family, mission achieved, however you can. And so if that means taking a job that really isn't at your level, but that's gonna pay the bills, then that's what you're gonna do. We also see our entrepreneurial women facing those same challenges. I know you guys hear it all the time. We talk about women veteran and homelessness. We talk about women veteran and mental health. We talk about women veteran and, men and military sexual assault. But we don't talk about women veteran entrepreneurs because we don't want to see them in that light because that light is a light of brilliance. That's a light of boldness. That's a light of people that are not going to be not heard because a business owner is running their own thing. They're doing their own thing. But knowing your product and knowing your service is very different than knowing how to run a business. And so you can only push so far with that. And then you need to learn the things that you don't know that you don't know. And that's why it's important to have the Veteran Women's Enterprise Center because women veteran who have served in our military need to know, here's a program designed for you. That's why our co-working space is exclusively for females because so many of our women have had negative experiences in the military. They don't wanna be associated with veteran programs they don't want to be in a male-dominated place, but they're not going to complain. They're just going to isolate. And who loses? When they Everybody. isolate, they lose because they can't access the services. They can't access the resources. And we want to put a stop to that. So we need to change the narrative and make sure that society understands our women are not broken, but they do need access to the resources that are going to help them succeed. They need social capital. Because America deals with who you know, 
Remember, oh, people do business with people they know and they like. I'm going to tell you right now, I hate that saying. Because I know why I need to know you. I need to know you're good. I need to know you're competent. I need to know your products and services are worthy of the price that you're charging. But I definitely don't have to like you. That is high school. It is the kind of stereotype stuff that keeps us out the room, out of the room and away from the table. You see, now I'm going to say, oh, Latoya, I'm doing business with Latoya. And all of a sudden, Debbie walks in the room and go, oh, really? I really like Jackie. But she hasn't said why Jackie's better or her price is better or her product's better. No, none of that has been put on the table except for she likes Jackie. And Latoya just lost an opportunity. Not because she doesn't have a good business, but because we're not dealing with what's competent and what's the best. We're dealing with what we like. And we all know that those kinds of stereotypes and biases predominantly work against us as minorities. So we want to get off the like table. Oh, my God. I don't have to like you. I don't have to have drinks with you or invite you to my house for dinner to do business with you. And with the international and global perspective we're using now, a lot of people will never know you. And they don't have to. That don't stop them from spending dollars with you. We got to build on that. See, I did say VR was a fierce advocate, didn't I? <laughs> and and I'll tell you, VR, you bring up something that is really, because this platform is about challenging and disrupting the yes. norm. And I will say this boldly, um, it, that one of the things that I always say, I always say that most times people will do business with you if they like you, know you, and trust you. That's what I typically say. If they like you, know you, and trust you. And I say that from the standpoint of relationship building, um, because a lot of times, you know, it's a matter of, hey, if I'm able to build a relationship, if it's going to be someone that's going to create a new customer, new, you know, enhance the client base. But yeah, I know I'm, I'm guilty of saying that, but I do believe that there is importance in relationship building. But I would agree with you. I would agree with you that that you're right. That happens almost like it's a popularity contest that I'm going to go and flock to this person because they are the new shiny object. So I agree with you yes. wholeheartedly about that. So I love the fact that you challenge that and that you are looking to shake that up because you're right. The popularity contest, it needs to stop. Um, that you really need to give an opportunity to people who are killing it in the, in their industry with their exactly. particular product or service. So I, I agree with you with regards to that. I, I truly do. And I Absolutely. believe in relationship building. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be genuine relationships. Yes. You can't build a relationship with somebody who's a racist or has yes. a bias or stereotype against you. No matter how you try, they've yes. already tagged you. Yes. That, that's a dead end. So then yes. what happens to those people that you can't break through to? Then your right. business never gets to that table. And that's not right. I won't even say fair. It's not right. Not and right. it's not yeah. the right. way you should be doing business. Listen, I well, have a follow-up question. Well, well, let's do this. Do we need I to go have break? to go to break. I'm let's sorry. Go to break. I'm so sorry. We've got to go to break, but this is really, really good. So um, as a reminder, you are here with the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc., where you will always have a seat at the table. Let's keep the conversation going. It's the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Incorporated. Do you own a business that recently suffered loss of employees, revenue, and customers? Are you leaving money on the table by not having an online presence? You could be missing out on hundreds, even thousands of dollars in sales each month. 
Establishing an online presence is what allowed many businesses to stay open, even thrive during a time of record unemployment. I'm Melinda Williams, actress and founder of She's Got a Habit.com. Most people know me as Bird from the hit television series Soul Food, but I'm also a hardworking entrepreneur focused on helping others expand their business to include an e commerce selling platform. I created She's Got a Habit.com to empower women to achieve economic wellness and better health, mind, body, and soul. Head over to She's Got a Habit.com and join our community. Connect with us and be inspired and motivated to build and grow your business today. It's time to build generational wealth. The future is now. You're inside the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street Incorporated. All right, you are back with the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. And if you are just joining us, you just missed the fire just getting lit right before we went to break. We have VR Small here with us with Veteran Women's Enterprise. And Festina, you had a follow-up question that you wanted to tap into before we went to break. Yes, thanks, Nicole. Listen, I'm glad everyone's back. And VR, let's get right into it again, because you touched on a number of things. One is the difficulty of transitioning back into civilian society, um, which I don't understand because I remember, you know, there was a while where they were talking about the GI Bill and really positioning um, our members of the armed services, of veterans, anyone who had left, completed their service, um, but given priority opportunity for, you know, jobs. And then um, I also wanted you to talk a little bit about um, policy, because that's something that I believe that you're really passionate about. And the 2021 Veteran Entrepreneur Transition Act. Can you talk to us a little bit about both the GI Bill and the Veteran Entrepreneur Transition Act? So I will tell you what I know about the GI Bill is very limited. When I went in in 1980, when I signed up, the GI Bill was available. And by the time I went on, there was no GI Bill for me. And that went on for a few years where you had to then put in so much money and then the government would match it. (laughs) Unlike the GI Bill, where you just had a set amount of money to use and you could use that for education. Now, no one told me that the GI Bill had changed. And so when people were saying, well, do you want to contribute to your education? I was like, well, why would I do that when I'm already getting a free education? So (laughs) nobody explained what was going on. And I didn't buy into that because I'm thinking I've got a GI Bill like my stepfather. I'm going to be able to go to school and do all these things. The interesting fact is a lot of people don't know what their benefits are because they've changed things so many times. And that's why they don't take full advantage of them. So when we talk about um, benefits and eligibility, that's something that the military has to do a better job of making sure people know as they're exiting out. Because the military sees it this way. Once you leave me, I'm no longer responsible for you. My job is to make you a soldier. My job is to complete the mission. When you decide you don't want to be a part of that anymore, you're somebody else's problem. And so you're not a part of the armed services anymore. Now you're a part of the veteran administration. And it's their job to make sure that when you get connected to health services, you also get information about all of your various benefits. One of the things that we don't like is that they've created all these new post 9-11. Well, we understand that people served after 9-11 and went to the Middle East. But what about all the people that served before 9-11? And so you create this divide between the service members 
as if one level of service was more important or more vital, vital than another. And that's just not right. And it's not appropriate. And so a lot of our women who served pre-9-11 will apply for programs and find out it's only available if you're post-9-11. And so the government needs to be aware of the dissension that they're creating within the ranks with these concepts. Because if it's available to one, we all served, it should be available to another. And those are one of the things that we have been talking about and advocating that, you know, you need to stop all of this and make sure that everybody's being served. Because why would you have benefits for one group and not another? Putting your life on the line is putting your life on the line. Yeah. It shouldn't make a difference. Now, what I really know about is the 2021 um, Veteran Entrepreneur Transition Act. That act, which we get a lot of resistance against, but earlier this month, it passed in the House. Now it's in the Senate. It was in committee. They pushed it over to the Committee on Small Business and Entrepreneurship. And so it's in that committee now. But that bill will allow veterans to use their GI benefits to start their business. Now, that is transformational for women veterans because women have such a difficult time accessing funding. So now you have this money available to you that you don't have to ask anybody for. It's yours. Now, of course, you have to have a business plan. That business plan has to be approved through the SBA. More than likely, the SBA is going to do a grant and partner up with people. And a maximum of 750 veterans will get a chance to participate in this pilot. It's a pilot. And I believe in pilots. Coming out of organizational development, I don't believe in starting nothing that's big without piloting it. And working out the kinks and evaluating and making sure when you go full scale, you've addressed the issues that are relevant, that might defeat the program. And even then, I think you should still go piece by piece to see if you miss something. Start in one region and then another region and then another region so that you don't have this big program that has all these problems that are very difficult to fix. So that, pro that is in committee. We are 100% behind that. We think veterans should be able to choose how they spend their money. I can't tell you how many veterans have gone to school on the GI Bill and they're not using what they went to school for, but that yeah. school has their money and they've started a business and something different or they're in a field that's totally different. Yeah. So going to school doesn't determine your success. Yeah. Nope. And some people already know what they want to do, but they're spinning because they can't get support to do what they want to do. So you, you come out the military and you get your unemployment benefits because you're searching for a job. What if you don't want a job? What if you want to start a business? Yeah. What is, what's the support for that? Why do I have to pretend like I'm looking for a job while I'm over here trying to start my business? I'm doing double work because I know I don't really want a job. I know I'm trying to start my business, but I can't get the support that I need. Now, there are programs that are supposed to support veterans who are starting their business, but I hear from veterans all the time that, Nobody knows what's going on. Um, they're telling them that they can't do it. But the program is supposed to be there, that if you start working on your business plan and you're doing all these different steps, you're still supposed to be able to get your unemployment and start your business. But it's not something that's very popular. And a lot of states and programs don't know what's going on or even push it. And so, again, mm -hmm. you're doing a double hit. But that wow. GI Bill, that act, mm -hmm. All of us should be behind that. Not only transformational for women, but particularly for black women, women. who get even yeah. less 
funding yes. than our larger population of Caucasian women. Yes. Yeah. So this yeah. puts the money in your hand to at least be the foundation of your business. And if you're working with an organization like the Better Women's Enterprise Center, anybody, any ladies that work with me know we, we're real budget, you know, strict, you mm-hmm. know, that you're putting your money where it's going to help your business grow. Not everybody likes the stance we take. You know, some people yeah. may complain about it. But the bottom line is that we're here to try to help you. And we want to make sure if you've got money, that you're using it to grow your your business and you're not just wasting it. Thank because you a lot for that. of money is coming out now, but that 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 faucet is going to dry up. Oh yes. And when it yeah. does, you you're don't want to be standing there with your hands empty. Yeah, wow. you're you're talking about some really key things and yes. the things that I have a grand appreciation for. VR is your passion behind it and you know exactly what these hurdles and obstacles are that these female veterans are going through. Um, and you are taking, you know, firsthand knowledge um, and, and working, helping them to work through those things because a lot, like you said, a lot of them don't know what to do or they're going to programs that aren't really helping them or they're wasting their time trying to get a job when they really want to start a business. You know, why hinder and hold somebody back? So I have a grand appreciation for what it is that you're saying. And I think it I think with a lot what you've spoken on just now kind of feeds into my question of, you know, what are what would you say are just two common myths or or misconceptions about the state of black female veterans that you yourself could debunk for us? So one, I go back to what I originally said, we are not broken, okay? We're not broken. Um, The other thing is that no one is looking for a handout. A lot of people think when you go into the military, you go in there because you can't do anything else. I have to make sure people understand the military is like its own little nation. Mm-hmm. Everything you have out here in the civilian world, we got it. We got hospitals, we got TV stations, radio stations, we got mm-hmm. journalists, we got photographers. Yeah. You know, maybe some of the ritzy stuff you have, we don't have. We're not, you know, trying to make movies and, and, and stuff like that. But pretty much everything else we have. So it's its own world here. And yeah. anything you want to do, you can get that education to do it in the military. Um, I didn't go into the military because I couldn't do anything else. A lot of people didn't go into the military because they couldn't do anything else. They saw an opportunity to be educated for free, to have all of your bills basically taken care of. Because when I tell you Uncle Sam takes care of you, Uncle Sam takes care of you. You don't worry about housing. You don't worry about clothing. You don't worry about food. You ain't got to worry about a workout facility. You don't have to worry about entertainment. You know, most of the time you don't have to worry about transportation because if you're on a base, there's a bus that's taking you wherever you need to go. The only thing you have to worry about is mission achievement, okay? They don't want your mind anywhere else but on the job you're supposed to be doing. Now, that could be a negative because if you've never taken care of yourself, you know, if you're not like me, I always wanted to be on my own. The minute I could get off the base, I signed my paper, I'm out, I got my own apartment. (laughs) So I was always paying rent. I was always paying lights. I always had to get my own grocery. I didn't stay on the base and eat their food. I made my own feed. I got a car right away. So I had insurance, I had car payments. So the, the civilian world was not new to me when I got out. But if you live the military life, the civilian world is new to you. What do you know about budgeting? Everything you've ever got was free. Particularly if you didn't have a family, because if you had housing, I understand that some of them had to pay for housing. You might have had lights in your housing if you had a family. But a lot of these people come in young, 
and they come out young. And so who's helped them with budgeting? Because now you got to take all that money that you used to spend on clothes and hanging out and God only knows what else. <laughs> now you got to pay bills. You got to pay for rent. You got to pay for lights. You got to pay for gas. You got to buy your own food. You got to cook your food. You got to buy all of these things to go into your place, your, your plates and all of this stuff. You got to have a car. You got to pay for that car. You got to pay for insurance. You got to pay for gas. And there's no central location for anything. So unlike the military that's centralized, you're running all over the place trying to find out what you need to do. And that is one of the biggest frustrations for anybody coming out of the military is this lack of centralization of information and having to run all over the place to us seems like such a waste of time. Like, can nobody get this together and put all of this in one place so we just go here and hit each window and get what you need and then we leave? It's not like that in the civilian world. So veteran women, number one, not broken. Number two, they didn't do this because this was the only thing they could do. Most of them chose to go in for a very specific reason. And it wasn't, I can't do nothing else. Oh, awesome. That is powerful. Absolutely. Yes, girl, you are really dropping some nuggets as far as these women. Like, my eyes are being open as far as what goes on in the military. Because, of course, I've never personally been in there, but I was a child of, and we were just going back and forth here and there, Korea and Colorado Springs, like you said, and everywhere. So, but I didn't know. What I didn't know, you know, it's just really, really enlightening to know that what you guys go through um, in the military and things that are provided for y'all and that it's so much different out here in the civilian world. I'm like starstruck or mind blown. <laughs> but let's get back to the question really quickly. So what advice can you give black women currently in the armed forces that help you while you were serving? Uh, the first thing I would say is get you a mentor. And, and the senior ranks. Like, find somebody that you look up to, find somebody that you trust, find somebody with integrity, and talk to them about your journey. Um, if I have any regrets, I had a very difficult time with my commanding officer. I couldn't do any of the things I was trying to do. And when my turn was up, I decided to get out because I was afraid, hey, you're going to get sent someplace else with another crazy person like this. And you're never going to progress to where you want to be. And so I got out. But I came in thinking the military was going to be my career and that I was going to do my 20, 25 years and then retire. So don't let someone else distract you from your goal. And find a mentor. Find someone you can talk to about your journey. There are other options that I could have looked at but I didn't have anybody to talk to them about. So, you know, you have all these ranks, but there are advisors now and there are women groups now and they know that you need instruction. Just like we need mentors out here, you need a mentor in the military. So if you're not in yet, I would say look for people who have been in and get some information about options, about what to do. Um, my recruiter didn't tell me, but other people that didn't look like me got ranked coming straight out of boot camp and a bonus but signing up for the same thing I signed up for. So why didn't I get my ring and why didn't I get a bonus? So make sure you know, uh, because my recruiter could have set that up for me, but he didn't. So some people are looking out and other people are not. 
You got to know what all your options are and where to look for them. I mean, I'm sure that information was somewhere. Internet wasn't big back then, but now it is. So that information has to be somewhere that if you go into this field, you can get rank and you can get a bonus. And then think through, how long do I want to be in? Do I want the military to send me to college? And then can I do that six years or 16 years and retire at what, 40, 38, and start a whole nother career? The military is a great way to get experience, but it needs to be a plan. It can't be something you accidentally do or something that you do without thinking through. Listen to me. I thought I knew what I was doing. Sometimes you can be so smart, you're stupid. And I got caught out there. I mean, seriously, sometimes we know so much that we don't know anything at all. So somebody tell me I need a school to get a school. That sound rational. That sound logical. That was ridiculous. I need a whole nother recruiter. But I didn't know then. So in this day and age, ask questions. Find people that you can trust, that you look up to, and get you a mentor and create a plan. And then stick to your plan. If somebody gets in your way, find people that can help you maneuver around them. Because you can, but you're going to need help. You're not going to be able to do it by yourself. And don't let anybody distract you from your career goal. If that's what you want to do, my sister's been in the military, in the army over thirty years. She's reserve. She went all the way to E eight reserve. That's some powerful stuff. If anybody that's army know you don't make rank like that. She's only one away E nine, and she's getting ready to retire. She's my idol. She's deployed a million times. She went to Afghanistan. She's done all of that, and she stayed in there and faced all those challenges. So don't let anybody else deter you from what you want to do, because mm-hmm. they're doing some stuff that's, that's kind of blocking you. That's always a way around. Find it. Uh-oh. Yeah. So VR, here's the part that I absolutely hate. We're near the end. <laughs> and I wish we had, I wish we could do this for three hours because you have so much information to share that so many people need to hear about. Um, so here's what I want to know. I guess one last question. What is next for VR? What's next for you? And what's next for Veteran Women's Enterprise Center? Well, I'm going to talk about what's next for the Veteran Women's Enterprise Center because as I, and I did note here, but during 2020, uh, we expanded into nine additional states this year. We picked up six more. So we have a very small footprint in about 15 states. And our next move is to expand our footprint across the nation. And we have a strategy that we're lo- looking at for doing that. And that's the next move, to make this national initiative more impactful across our nation. Awesome. Very awesome to hear. And one last thing to ask you about is what are ways in which people can get in contact with you? Phone number, social media, website, share that with everybody. It's so easy. At Veteran Women SEC. That is our Twitter, our Facebook, and our LinkedIn. And our Instagram is our full name, Veteran Women Enterprise Center. That is also our website veteranwomensec.org and put info in front of it and you're at our email. Awesome. Well, VR, thank you so much for being on our show. We are really 
excited about where you're headed. We're really um, excited and intrigued about your passion for what it is that you're doing. And you've helped us to, to understand that there is a huge need. It is absolutely necessary what you're doing for our female veterans. So thank you again for spending some time on the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. And so as a reminder, you're with the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. We'll always have a seat at the table. Want more? Like and follow us at the Boardroom Radio Show. If you love soul food the way I do, then Miss Mary Southern Kitchen is where you want to go. Their new location is at 605 North Denton Tap and Highway 121 in Capel, Texas. Not in the mood to cook dinner? Then place your order at www.missmarysouthernkitchen.com or drive through on your way home. That's right. Miss Mary Southern Kitchen has the only drive through window for soul food in Dallas. Whether you're dining in or using their drive-thru, you can order their fried chicken or catfish. You can't forget about their sides like collard greens, candied yams, and the best mac and cheese ever. And Miss Mary's desserts are made from scratch, and you want to try her butter butter cake. Mmm! It's worth breaking your diet for. Let Miss Mary's Southern Kitchen make dinner for your family tonight or cater your next event. Order at www.missmarysouthernkitchen.com or use the drive-thru at their new location at 605 North Denton Tap Road and Highway 121 in Capel. That's Miss Mary's Southern Kitchen. Empowering black women business owners. It's the boardroom. All right, you are back with the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. This is Jacoy, and we had an amazing, phenomenal guest, VR Small with Veteran Women's Enterprise Center. Before we wrap up, officially wrap up the show, VR, please again share how people can connect with you. You can connect with us via our website at veteranwomensec.org. That is also all of our social media at Veteran Women. S-E-C, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And for Instagram, Veteran Women Enterprise Center. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. All right. So we had another amazing day. Latoya, Festina, y'all y'all doing all right? Y'all got your minds blown today? Yeah. Completely <laughs> blown. Yes. And, and, you know, the one thing I do want to say really quickly is that it's it's not enough for us to say thank you. This is what a veteran told me. We have to also say we to everyone who is serving in the armed services and to all of our veterans, we appreciate your sacrifice. And we thank you so much for your service because it, it was and still is a sacrifice for so many of you. And we just want to let you know that we appreciate and we understand that. And we don't take what you do for us for granted and take it lightly. So be our Thank you so much for also being such a fierce advocate. And it's really incumbent upon us to make sure that as, as citizens, fellow citizens, we do our part to fight for you all as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk a little bit about um, just in wrapping things up. Let's talk about ways in which people can get in contact with us. So Latoya. Yes. So on our website, www.blackwomenswallstreet.com forward slash the boardroom and women is cool and possessive and we're on Instagram Facebook and TikTok at the boardroom radio show we're on Twitter at boardroom underscore radio and on LinkedIn at the boardroom radio and check us out on YouTube and like and subscribe for any previous shows 
Awesome. And so we are getting really close to Thanksgiving. So next week we are going to take a break because we want to be able to spend time with our families. Right. Um, But we do have some things coming up this month. So uh, November 30th, November 30th is, which is the last Tuesday this month. We have um, Giving Tuesday. Is that what yes. it's Giving yeah, Tuesday? Giving Tuesday, yeah. So that's another, and that's the last opportunity. And really, I say last, but that's the the, the biggest, most recognized day um, in which you can donate and that you can invest in Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. So if you are, if you are a Black woman in business or you are a supporter of Black women in business and you love our mission and what it is that we stand for, please feel free to donate and invest in the cause with Black Women's Wall Street. And then, Festina, what do we have coming up in December? Oh, Jacoy, I am so excited to say we are back doing our webinars with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. And uh, we're doing a series called Money Matters. And we have the phenomenal Rita Oliver. She's coming back. She's going to talk to us about your money no and your money oh. So tune in. We're also going to do like a two-week no-spending money points nothing challenge prior to that because we want to kick things off and make sure that we're preparing ourselves for 2022 and not waiting till january to uh, start doing our new year's resolution so yes it's going to be december 11th at 11 a.m and to want you to go to eventbrite to register and remember when you partake in anything that we do you are making an investment in black women's wall street and ultimately the black women who are aspiring to become business owners that we serve so December 11, market calendars, money matters, your money no, and your money owe. Awesome. All right. So you heard it here first. Black Women's Wall Street, Inc. It's almost the end of the year, but we are not stopping. We still have a lot more work to do. So please do not miss an opportunity for our training webinar, as Festina mentioned, on December, Saturday, December the 11th at 11 a.m. Central Time, just so that we are clear. All right. So... Again, thank you for joining us here at the boardroom. We appreciate you being a part. Please remember to go tell your friends about us. We are here making ourselves available to support any Black or African female that wants to be a business owner or needs some support in scaling their business. Um, And then make sure that you go to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are all around on all social media platforms. So thank you again. A huge thank you again to VR Small being with us today. So thank you for being a part of the boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street, Inc., where you will always have a seat at the table.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.
NBC News Radio. I'm Scott Carr, the White House Coronavirus Response Team. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.